This week's episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easy way to make a podcast. Anchor also gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can do right from your computer or your phone. You can use the creation tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast and make great sound great. Makes it sound great. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you so you don't have to do it. It distributes it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more outlets. You can easily make money from your podcast with no, no minimum listenership. So this episode is brought to you by Anchor. Ooh. Skip pissed me off, man. That shit ain't even well, relevant. Skip, but back again. But if you will, it's your boy Will, a.k.a. Kibbles. One half of Duke and Kibbles Untitled. Back again this week with my boy A. Yo, what up? What up? Got two guests with us this week. We're going to let them introduce themselves. Go ahead. Oh, what's up? I'm LaCole. Nice to meet y'all. I'm Patrice, a.k.a. Birthday Twin. Birthday Twin, September 27, 1902. Hey. What's that Zodiac sign? Libra Gang. Libra. Ah, Libra Gang. Libra Gang. You know, we out here like Drake dancing. I told by 18, baby. Everybody but me. Hey, Drake, Drake is Scorpio. Oh. I said I heard like oh, okay. dancing. No, we gonna dance like Drake. Wait, what's your sign? October eighteenth. Okay. Hey, okay. Yep. Got the one Virgo. It's, it's in so crazy. Virgo. It's so crazy. August what? No, September twenty second. September twenty second. Yeah, she oh, ready to come on. Pretty close. You almost yeah. live. My close friends in September twenty second too. Last day yeah. Virgo. Mm. It's okay to be different. <laughs> 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 I claim it. He's almost with the gang. Almost, but no cigar. Almost. Ain't no cigar in it though. I'm cool without the tobacco. Cool without the tobacco. You can have a cigar without tobacco. Okay. Okay, well, I'm cool without the whole cigar. Okay, it's okay. Damn. 27 and up. That's all we need. Mm. But yeah, we back again for another week. Man, man, man. It's been so much going on this week. We gonna hop into that first topic, eh? And this whole LeBron stuff. Yeah, man. Fuck Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless has been on my boy line for too long. He got on my boy about Taco Tuesday. I like Taco Tuesday. Love tacos. I love, I love me some tacos. I don't eat them on Tuesdays half the time, but I love me some tacos. But he get on my boy head about that, and now he on my boy head for getting in the line, the layup line with his kid, and then celebrating with the kids at the AAU tournament. Right. I don't understand it. Help me understand it, brother. What's what's the problem, bro? I don't understand it either. He a hater. That's what you need to understand. Skip Bayless ain't never said nothing nice about LeBron James, bro, and you know that he ain't got nothing. I don't know what it is. I don't know what he hate about him. He got his lining fixed. <laughs> I don't know what. He, well, I don't know why he hating on LeBron so tough, man. I don't know. I really couldn't tell you. Cause he said, what he say? He said his words from what the video we watched. He's like, LeBron is out here trying to be relevant. I know. Uh, cloud, I know. Like he cloud chasing. I, he like he cloud chasing. How can a man that been to nine straight finals other than last year and been to the playoffs every year other than last year be cloud chasing? Cloud chasing. Exactly. My my point. My point with it is he this ain't changed. Like he been shooting and dunking at the free throw line with his son team before this year. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's just it's amazing that he bringing it up and saying that he clout chasing him because he didn't make the playoff this year. That don't that don't make no damn sense, man. That's stupid. He just needs to get off LeBron nuts and and go on about his life, man. He just trying to get ratings. That's all that's about, man. First take. Hey, Skip good at that, creating controversy. It just looked like he was having fun. That was it. He was just out there and enjoying it instead of it being a job. It was just like, oh, this is something fun. He ain't even the coach of this team. That's the bad part about it. Exactly. And it ain't even like, I bet you some of those kids was out there like, go ahead and dunk there. Go ahead and dunk. They probably egging him on to even do it. You ain't got no background. You got this empty video with no sound, and we just going to assume we know what's going on. Exactly. And talk shit about somebody. Nothing before, after, nothing. But that's the thing. The kids went to Twitter, and they always post on Twitter how excited it is for them to be out there with them, and they ain't taking nothing away from them. Yeah. But I know what it is. What are you doing? What? LeBron ain't have his daddy. Yeah. So LeBron trying to be the best black daddy he could be. Hey, and he's damn and he's well doing succeeding. a damn good job at it. Yeah. My thing is, don't let Layla start playing basketball because I'm getting I'm getting teed up you kicking I'm getting kicked out of games yeah. I'm hitting a backflip even though I can't flip onto the court if she dunk <laughs> they be like sir we need to call an ambulance no I gotta finish the game first sir you know what that's always been my argument for LeBron people because Skip is a Jordan supporter mm-hmm. and he that's probably what started cool. it 
Mm-hmm. He don't want to see LeBron surpass Jordan at all, and it's been going on for years. So now he probably don't even remember why he hate him. But I've been defending LeBron for a long time. He's a better person than Jordan. I mean, Jordan probably is a selfish-ass dude. LeBron, single-parent household, grew up and rose to the top. And not only that, he's a role model for young, you know, black men. I mean, going out speaking on uh, speaking on issues, creating the the school that's being that's actually successful. After a whole year, they got successful. Uh, what is it? At testing stores, testing yeah. rates compared to the general public. Hey man, the dude is successful in anything he put his hand in. Mm-hmm. He finna be probably the first billionaire athlete. No, it's it's other billionaire athletes. Jordan is billionaire it? athlete. Floyd, a billionaire athlete. Oh, it's, it's, only, it's, only, it's only three of them. It's oh, Jordan, right. him, and Floyd. But LeBron on his way, man. He For him to be, what is he, 34? Yeah. And when he's done, he already owns a soccer team overseas. Owns the school. He probably got stake in the Cavaliers. Own the school. Own the school. He owns his own he, brand. He got, the two, he got two, I think it's two $300 million contracts or something like that. Mm-hmm. What did he get from Nike. Shit, uh, not as much as I ain't got, but yeah, <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about that. Oh my goodness, that shit pissed me off. Go get this man. He ain't played not a fucking ten minute game, and this man ain't making ninety six million dollars already. Kind of bullshit to that. His contract bigger than LeBron contract goes when he got the league. Yeah, and LeBron played the whole summer league. Yeah. I can't explain that. <laughs> right. It's just money going up. Everybody getting money. Everybody getting paid. I told you. I said. I tell everybody right now. You let one of these teams pick me up. I can stand in the corner and shoot a three and make 10 points a game for you. Give me 15 million. And you know what? 15 million. That's all I need. <laughs> I, don't care what, I don't care what nobody say. LeBron leaving Cleveland and going to Miami, that was good for the players. It gave them a choice whether they wanted to play for them teams. Yeah, if you were a free training. agent, you were a free agent. And that's what he made clear when he decided to go to Miami, is that I don't have to stick around and deal with this badass owner who ain't doing nothing beneficial to my team and y'all talking shit behind my back while I'm here, I'm gone. Did you see the video of the owner since? Because you know that owner's the owner of the Pelicans now. No. Yeah, so he on record talking bad about LeBron, talking about I knew after we won that championship that year that I wasn't going to be there no more because it was so it was dysfunctional. We didn't do we didn't win that championship in the right form. And we didn't do it the right way. What? Talking bad on Brian. Oh, my. He's just a hater, He's a hater. He's saying he the same man that said he'll never win a championship without me. Yeah, you yeah. see him come back. He came back t- for the city. And come he, back for the city and he won brought money to that city. Brought a championship to that city. Yep. How can you hate on a man that's doing everything right from his kids, his household, work, and being a role model? But you hate on this man all the time. Man, fuck Skip Bayless. Skip, you can skip your ass on out of here. <laughs> so now we gonna move on to the topic my boy A hit me with the other day. It was very interesting because I thought about this because I thought I was the only person that do this shit. Mm-hmm. So, for y'all, the question is, how often do you wash your jeans? <laughs> so, for me, <clears throat> I do hair. So, it just depends. Like, if I get hair in my clothes that day, then I'm definitely washing them. Um, if I got a stain on them, I'm washing them. But for the most part, I just kind of, I at least, I try to get at least, like, two to three, four words out of them. I wear underwear though like for some nasty hoes that don't wear <laughs> underwear under their pants they need to wash them every day but i try to get a lot of wear out of them because they fit better as they kind of like got that wear and tear yeah, i'm with you i'm with you on that i mean <laughs> i wash if i answer the question i gotta wash like i guess every two or three times i'm gonna wash my jeans i'm not gonna wash them every time you're gonna wear your jeans out Washing and drying that frequently. Exactly. And if I don't get them dirty, if I don't get no like oil from working on a car or the greasy ass chicken stains or something, you know, exactly. gri- chicken Ooh, grease, you know, Cheetos. Shit, you, know, exactly. <laughs> you know, you got to wash that kind of stuff. But if you had a clean day, you can hang them back up, man. I'm not going to lie. It depends on how much I like the G. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, you know, I don't know. Like, with my job, sometimes, like, I'll need to do like two, three outfits of the day. So I don't mm-hmm. only want them for three, you know, hours. Like, I'm not about to wash mm-hmm. those. But, like, 
if I was outside, I was sitting in the grass, like those are gonna yeah. get washed after one wear. So I really feel yeah. like it depends on what you're doing, and I'm like, yeah, those man. that I wore for three hours, those might get worn a good number of times because yep. like they ain't even getting a full day of wear. Exactly, you gotta be seen in that outfit, mm-hmm. you know. Not all parties have seen you. you yeah, know? don't go outside stinking. Make sure your jeans smell good and they ain't got stains all over them. So we ain't worried. I, I thought that was a good question because <laughs> people will wash them. They, people were saying they'll wash their jeans every. Day and I'm like, oh my god, that you ain't got to fake it. You ain't got to. You ain't got a lot of kick it. When I got the money to rebuy <laughs> jeans because I don't wash the color out of every single right. one of my jeans once a month, <laughs> sure. But exactly until then, I wear the jeans till there's a hole in the thing. I get that little slick in my thigh and shit. Right? <laughs> shit, I wear it past time. I ain't even gonna lie. They nah, still get washed. My thighs start poking out. Nah, and nobody see you sit with your legs together. Legs y'all cross me. my feet. Nah, yeah, you're right. Turn them into some shorts, maybe, but... Let it be hot today. You open that leg a little bit. Let me get that little breeze real quick. Nah, because it's not fair for the other leg. The other leg can't get that breeze. I had one friend who she loved these jeans so much, and she took them and cut them all the way across. So, like, they looked like they were... So, she made all these other cuts. But, like, they were cut from the center thigh all the way out. Did they look good? They actually did. She was creative. She was like, oh, Until the wintertime, hey, Dennis, they got to go. They did. Until next summer, they come. Summer jeans, or you put some leggings under them, mm-hmm. make them a little, I see little people doable. do that all the time. I just mm-hmm. see people do that shit. Hell yeah. Now I'm going to get to my answer. Hold on, hold on. I still got to answer my I answer. I wash my shirts. Oh, your answer. Yeah, my okay. answer. Good. My jeans answer. I can't get my answer. Oh, we know you what talk, you do. You talk to a brother, if I wear an outfit to the store, and ain't nobody see me, I'm wearing that same outfit the next day <laughs> type shit. <laughs> <laughs> so my jeans get so washed big. after about three or four wears, but it depends on the day. Exactly. So I'm fat. So... If I go outside and it's a, uh, it's a St. Louis, uh, what's that, swamp-ass weather, where mm, that be, yeah, yeah, yeah. then I'm watching the motherfuckers that same day. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but if it's one of those St. Louis that's 80 degrees in the summertime and I ain't sweat at all, exactly. then I must get three days out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, shirt-wise... Oh, one wear and done. Yeah. Nah, it depends oh, on the day. <laughs> it depends on the type of shirt. Like, one if it's a button-up, I, I might wear my button-up. I might wear my button up twice, but if it, ain't it depend on what I did. If it yeah, get wrinkled, yeah, I'm going to wash it It depends on what I did in it. But them dress, all them other shirts, them t-shirts, oh, they get washed every rip. Nah, like I if I do it. hair in my shirts, then that's one thing. But if I'm sitting doing lashes all day, nah, I ain't sweat. If you ain't like, caught, I'm just going to take it off. Like, if you ain't oh. caught off with it, does she do hair and she do lashes? If you need somebody, hit up. Oh, okay. I was like, are you reading? Okay. Yeah, but no. Nah, look, I will wear a shirt. I will look I do sweat, but it's like I will wear a shirt for twenty minutes. I won't sweat in it and it goes in the dirty clothes. Like it's something about it touching my upper body that I'm it's and I know it's me. I know that's not necessarily like normal. It's been times I'll wear a shirt and it feels like it's dirty Mm -hmm. and I take it off and I'll put another one on. I think I'm it's something. With my shirt. It's something to that. Like I want the shirt to fit a certain way. Yeah. I think that's what it is. So when I wash it and dry it, it come out kind of tight, come out yeah. fitting right yeah. instead of being all loose like yeah, you wore it all day. Yeah, exactly. So, like if I wore it and put it up and like crap, I should have washed this and dried this. Mm-hmm. Let's try this again. Yeah, I'll throw it in there. Or if it got a wrinkle in it. Like the commercial when the dude went on a date with the V-neck shirt and it's yeah. all yeah. 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 That's the truth, for real. Alright, so I'm gonna ask you this, because I always bring this up okay. when it comes to clothing. As a man, and I found sexual uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sexist? As a Sex- man. Sexual. One time, when do you know it's time to wash your drawers? Not meaning wear your drawers multiple times. Do you have a special pair of drawers that you get to before you wash clothes? Oh man. See, now that I'm a little older, I hit the I use the credit card and I just go buy like probably about twelve per drawers seasonally. Oh not seasonally, probably like twice a year I do oh, that. Yeah, yeah. So I got a drawer full of drawers. I don't I don't ever run out of socks or drawers no more, bro. I, I, I got a Oh, fancy. Hey, hey, hey. I'm the same on the phone. I buy them like three, four times a year. I'm going to buy a new pair. Yeah. Yeah. I I got a whole stash, though. Like, my underwear, honestly, all of them don't even fit. Like, I fold them up and everything. I'm in a nice little (laughs) row. I got too many drawers that don't even fit in my little drawer. I'm quick to throw them away. Like, if I feel like they done. If they get like a hole or something in them or they get a little loose at the hip, then I'm like, all right, let me throw them away. But for the most Part, like, I keep wearing them. 
Bump that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, before you say that. Oh, shit. It's a, it's, a reason, it's a reason why I got to buy it like that, mm-hmm. though. Like, when you working out, playing basketball, them briefs, you'll get the, the hole in the thigh, you'll get a hole in the thigh oh. bro. Hey, I ain't going to uh, lie to you. The ones I hoop in, when we hoop every Thursday, keep it 100 with you. They got a hole in the thigh. It's a hole in the thigh. It's a hole near the back of the butt. I'm playing with the holy draws. I'm playing with the holy draws. And look, I get all the air when I jump. Like, the hooping ones, because I, I know I got thick thighs yeah. as a man. So, all my drawers got their little, like, you didn't sandpaper them down in and between the, the thighs. Little, little, thing. little, little bubbles. Little bubbles. So, yeah. I know it's time to wash clothes, because I got one pair of boxes. That's why yeah. I, I put that on you my last work. day. Yeah, don't worry. So if I gotta put those on that day, I know it's time to wash. And then I got the whole, I got my Prince draws. I call them. Prince draws is the one that you got the hole your balls in. So when you sit down, your balls hang out. That's when you know it's time to wash draws. Ooh, Why no. you call them the Prince draws? No, them so, no, many, I got a pair. So like, many questions. Like, right, last resort. But they're like, comfortable. They cover your yeah. ass. They the do last they resort is a trip to Walgreens. No. Because <laughs> sometimes you could, it'd be like them hot summer days. You just throw the muds on and just be chilling. And then let the breeze hit. You'd be like, oh, damn, that's cool down here today. You <laughs> look cool. At, at, worst, at worst, I will wear those for about a month. Before I go, before I go shopping, mm-hmm. at worst that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna wear, I'm gonna wear them drawers, and I like I know they fucked up. I know, I know them drawers ain't worth it no more. But I will hold on to them just for I don't know. Is it sentimental value? That's the word. It's sentimental. Sentimental but value. I didn't had you. For I a like while. them drawers. I've had you for a while. We've been through some tough times together. The time I put them on, you, <laughs> I look good in you. I look good. <laughs> hold on, wait some pose for it real quick. Oh yeah, I look good in you. I can't let you go, baby. Crazy. So if you met, a, if you met a man. And <laughs> the first night y'all <laughs> laid up together, he pulled his pants out and had the holy draws on it. Would it be a deal breaker? I ain't gonna say I probably wouldn't peep it. <laughs> like, no. I'm sorry, if I bet you we got to that point, yeah. that's my last concern. <laughs> but like, mm, nigga, you got holy draws. I can't even do this no more. I, there was there was when you talk about lucky, like sentimental value, like old ass was I had some I sold back together. One. Hold what? on, she took yeah. it to a new level. I, I thought I was petty for like, my balls hanging out. I don't want up. my shit to have a hole in it, so I sold the bitch. Oh, but then I had to get rid of them. Hell no, now. that's a you sold draws. That's that's worse than me letting my balls hang out. You got a stitch in the machine, or you got like you a needle and thread. My grandma taught me. You first of all, draws. Kudos you to you. <laughs> you have patience. That's it the was one like you... this tiny ass hole on the side. I was like, no, not these. <laughs> like those are like special occasion motherfuckers. Like, I could not. She said she sold some draws back. Yeah, <laughs> I had some special occasion motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> tiny ass hole in the side, and I took my time. That's what it was. What? Wait, they had statement. a hole in them? There's a special you occasion draws. Oh, yeah. oh. Was, was, that's what I know about to get some draws. <laughs> Sentimental value. Uh-huh. Right. That's the Tommy. <laughs> you didn't wear them at all? I wore them on occasion. Well, she knows she's about to get, like Tommy said, got them draws. <laughs> right. GTD. I got special occasion draws. I only wear, like, for special occasions, but you right. keep them in the back of your your drawers. Right. So, more than once, they got a hole, but I didn't want to so get you, rid of them. So, when you wore them once, they had cobwebs on them, but they were like, still fresh. Still fresh, what? Uh, so, you ain't just used them. I mean, like, they got cobwebs on them. You used them. I would never wear a pair of drawers from another female, nor will I give a pair uh-huh. away. If I tried them on, it was like, I had a thong. I tried it on one time. I was like, nah. These exactly. ain't for me. I washed them and gave them away to a friend. But, like, I would never, like, donate them or no shit like that. That was like accept. a... Let me think about that. Exactly, exactly. As a man, if I asked you to borrow a pair of your drawers... Exactly, that's a problem. Hey, my homie, my brother did this shit. He came your brothers, though. Yeah, well, brothers, uh, my, be- my best friend did the same thing. No, I think what happened? <laughs> we'll take a trip to Walgreens. Right, hey, we was right. we was younger. And he was like, bro, I need some shorts and some drawers. I'm like, shorts is understandable. Niggas share shorts all the time. Hey, right. he took them and he never gave them back. I was cool with that. I didn't want them back. You the shorts and drawers. Both. I gave well, first off, I gave them both to him. That's bro, that's nigga code one on one. Nigga, you let me borrow a pair of basketball shorts. You gonna see me playing the bitches about six more times when you ever see them motherfuckers again? Because my because Joe got a pair of mine and I got a pair of his, and we never gave them motherfuckers back to each other. And it's going on three years. Man, 
It is what it is. It is what it is. He's a man. Ain't those mine, nigga. Ain't those mine. Exactly. All right, then. Crazy, man. I can't believe she said she had special K's and draws. Oh, I got a question. Hold on. Go ahead, bro. Got a pair of jeans. Normal? What? No. I don't know. As a man, do you have a special pair of draws? For like when you know you about to get you something? Yeah, I got some nice. Well, yeah, draws. you got that. Hey, okay. some of them dudes spend a lot of money on their drawers. Have yeah. you ever seen but some why? of them expensive like, drawers? No, yeah. I promise you, females are not paying attention to your underwear. I some know. dudes I like said, some dudes like sad. So if you came out with a cheetah no print slip slip silk ones on, you wouldn't pay attention to that. Uh, no. I would. Are you going to put money on them? Because they feel like I put effort into my drawers. Yes, but what's like what's that still like the kind of bondage you put on to keep your hair from messing up? Like the pillowcases too. So you can have them on his drawers, let you know he's thinking that I don't want you messing. I got some nice. I got a couple pair of drawers I like. If I'm fucking with a dude who comes out with some silk boxes on, I'm leaving. I'm not leaving. Are we in the nineties? Stop I'm gonna hang on you for some like for some time. Stop don't playing. don't do no first time and no dance. <laughs> he gonna lie. I'm not gonna pay attention to him. I ain't finna see him. I know you ain't finna see my drawers, but I put them on for me, not for you. He about to say he got the silk drawers on. He gonna play some silk in the background while you're doing nah. it. Ooh, boy, fancy. <laughs> I'm walking out. <laughs> My boy is rubbing his knees when he said that. <laughs> he going, woo! He going to hit that little shimmy on you. Like, oh, yeah, you're going to be ready for that. She like, okay. Okay. You can make it juicy for me. Yeah, okay. No. Now, what was your question, brother? Hey, is it is it fucked up? Like, so, y'all know the belt loop in your jeans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, one of them was broke off, man. It's my favorite pair of jeans. And I know you can either stitch it back together. Is it, is it taggy to wear it? And one of the belt loops, like... Answer this question. Popped. I got a pair of pants, slacks. Yeah. The, the thing, you know, you got the middle thing that go on your slacks that you, that you close your pants up with. Yeah. No, it ain't the button. It's the middle. Like, it's like, oh, it's the clip. It clip pulls back. Yeah. That motherfucker broke off about a year ago. I just put a belt on that bitch. <laughs> And just, around and, with and like that there you go. Had the shirt out a little bit. There you go. So <laughs> hey. to answer that question, you think I'm gonna wear a, a pair of pants? Is my favorite with a belt loop messed up? Damn right I am. <laughs> exactly. I did that shit for me this week. Slide on work safety. Safety pants. They don't always work well for me because I did it one time for some good idea. It didn't work. And I, that right. motherfucker came undone. Nah, for And me, me walking that motherfucker, and my like shit. Like the class oh, that, like, ties it together? No. <laughs> if you got a belt, go ahead, use a belt. But, like. No, it was a zipper. Oh yeah, yeah and this nah. with the stamps on safety pin, so it couldn't go down. You gotta get a new fly for that. Yeah, and that motherfucker went down. That motherfucker pin came out, and I was walking. Woo! <laughs> They said, what the fuck wrong with you shit? Nothing. You gotta turn it the other well, way. I, Man, you gotta I, I wasn't thinking. It was the first time I ever did it. Yeah. I was like, I said, no, nah, I'm just well, gonna you shoot. Pin from Never. the inside. From the inside. So from the inside, so it's pointed out. Yeah, and then. So my daughter said, make it live. I said, yeah, I gotta shit. My stomach hurts. How can you tell my yeah, I just pinned my dick? <laughs> you can't tell nobody you just pinned your dick. They're like, huh? You did what? You a nasty brother. But no. Nah. <laughs> I ain't going about that too though, cause I had a brand new pair of pants, and I'm not gonna lie, they was a little tight, but they looked good when it was old. So you know, I'm grabbing by the uh, bell loops, yank them yeah, up. to pull them up. Right, what? I was like the saddest human being ever, and they still got worn that night. <laughs> Hell yeah, because I brand new, bro. I was I was heading to work. I had ironed the motherfuckers and everything. I put them on to see what they look like, and I was like, Man, fuck it, I'm gonna wear it today. I put the belt loop, I put the belt all the way through all of them. Skip that one. Got to the end, belted it up. I'm like, man, it was cool. Anybody say nothing, but I was like, man, I feel hella right. bad for and wearing this shit. Can't anybody see your belt loop? Not at all. If they did, they looking too hard. Yeah, shirt tucked in. Yeah, but you, I wouldn't. Know, I wouldn't wear it with a shirt tucked in because then you could see it. That motherfucker gonna be flapping in the wind. Yeah, but. Or yeah. the color of the pants. Yeah. Like if they black, ain't nobody gonna pay attention to it nearly as much. All as right, they some blue jeans or, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Like light color ones, you are gonna see that. But nah, just safety pin it and still run that belt loop through it. I have a pair of pants like that. I ripped them up. So glad I asked y'all that shit. I figured it out. Safety pin on the belt loop. Yeah, just safety pin on the belt loop. Yeah, again, started from the inside, going out. So if it pop open, it don't affect you none. You see how she putting a brand out here? So you need your hair done, your eyelashes. You need hey. some, you need you some need shit put together. Get your wardrobe, wardrobe together. No, 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 no. You better nigger that shit like I did myself. You better call her on up. She got you. All the advice you need. My kneecap is hanging out my pants. What should I do? Sew that shit on up and do it. Got a safety pin and some ice. Yeah. What the fuck is that? We got hair, eyelashes, and advice. We got you. Call one eight hundred. Them two. 
Yeah, cousin. Mm-hmm. What's the next one, brother? You had one. What you had a personal question? What personal the hell was question. that shit about, bro? Man, yeah, the personal question, man. Mm-hmm. My personal question was, when it comes to jobs, does the amount you getting paid overshadow or make up for your happiness at a job and your mental health at a job? Okay, so this is like my last three jobs. Like I've had Shit. to kind of work through this Trey. to get where I am right now. Like I'm super happy on the job and it's affected my whole life. Like everything's just kind of like coming together mm-hmm. in a much better way. But my honest answer is like if you can have good work-life balance, so like what's going on at work stays at work mm-hmm. and you go home and home is cool and you making enough money on that job to enjoy that time, which means, you know, you're able to take vacations, you're able to take care of kind of like the mental health parts, like the self-care part mm-hmm. when you're not at work. Even if you don't like the job, I can see that being worth it. If you can't have that balance, it's not worth it. And, like, I know, like, I took a pay cut to get out of a terrible job. Like, I had to because, like, at that point I was gaining weight. I was miserable. Um, I was driving an hour to and from work. (laughs) Shit, what the hell was you driving to? Um, So I started off working downtown. Mm -hmm. And I ended up, they moved me to the Belleville office. As a manager with a raise, but it was not worth it. Mm. Um, And so at the end of the day, like, I took a pay cut. I was at another job. I was happier there. Um, but that job, I didn't really have, like, as much of the work-life balance because I couldn't afford the stuff that I wanted to afford in my personal life. Mm-hmm. Now I'm at a job. I make a little more than I made there. Um, but I also have a much better work-life balance with this job. Like, the requirements of this job and the work that I'm doing is way more satisfactory. Yeah. So I work for a nonprofit now, and they work with mental health <laughs> and trauma. Nice. So... For me, I think that finding that balance is different for everybody. Because I also have friends who are like workaholics. So for mm-hmm. them, like being in that environment all day works. Mm-hmm. Workaholics. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kevin have, Gates over there, huh? I have yet to find that work-life balance. I'm still, mm-hmm. I mean, I take the pay cuts, not pay cuts, like the freedom when I can. Like today I had no clients, so I got to leave work at 12. Two jobs and I got to like enjoy the rest of my day. Tomorrow I have one client, and I got to block out the rest of my day to do what I need to do. Sunday I'm off, and then Monday start the hustle all over again. I need your ass to learn how to shave heads, but go ahead. But how to shave it's them is different if you love what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going in and loving what you're doing, even if the work is exactly. hard, it hit different. Like, and that's the thing. Like this is the only thing I have a passion for. Like it drives me crazy. I'm very tired, but like the. If a client come, my energy just perks up. Like, it's just different. It's just, like, autopilot. Like, I be hungry and shit. I don't be eating all day. But it's just something about just moving and grooving and just getting to that that rut. And it's just, it's fine. Okay, before you answer yours, I got a side question for her. <laughs> so, with that, since you do all that stuff, is that like the, the woman version of the barbershop? Do people come to you with their problems? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> they come to you with their problems. They do, and I like it because it's like cool. Because like I get focused and I don't really talk. So if you have a lot to say, I'll come in. I'll chime in with my two cents. Like, mm-hmm, yeah, girl. <laughs> really? This exact for real? Like, you need to leave him or her. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'll come in with my advice, but... To come up with a conversation, it's not gonna happen. I'd rather just sit in silence. I got music mm-hmm. in my ear all the time, so like, I'm fine. I don't need to talk to you, but if you want to chill, but I like when I get my hair played with, it calms me, it relaxes me. I get sleepy. Oh yeah. So yeah. I know on other people's end, they get sleepy me. too. So so therapeutic to so go to just the relax. Like if you don't yeah. want to talk, we don't have to talk. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with not talking. But isn't it awkward when they when somebody don't talk at all? No, I'll talk. I'll engage. Okay. But if I say a few things and you're not like just, if I ask you one thing and you come back with like a one-worded response, I'm like, all right, I'll ask you something else. And you still with that one-worded short response, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. feel like you don't want to talk. And yeah. so I let that go. I'm not going to just keep pounding you and keep asking you questions, making you want to talk. I'm not that personable type of person. That's but also, that's like. just respectful because not everybody yeah. want to go in and be talked Exactly. And it's talk not to. everybody sits down in the chair. It's like, oh, this is my therapist. I'm going to tell her all my problems. It's just some, it's hit or miss. You know, you get into a conversation and those are the type of clients that you keep. And then you got the fair weather folks that just pop in from time to time. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. 
I swear, going to the, going to the barbershop is like going to the therapist. You be sitting yeah. there talking about, man, old lady stressing me out. Mm-hmm. And he be like, uh-huh. Exactly. But see, that's he be like, <laughs> but you go back feeling with, good. With other guy barbers. There are female barbers out there that don't get that same respect. And it's unfortunate because hmm. I, can't think I would thing. think like guys would like to go to a female barber because they have a more gentler touch than a guy right. has. It's very... It's very rough. It's very stern to the point type shit. It's one of them things where I would love to have a female barber because she going to give me the honest truth and she going to help me see the other side. Most men don't Niggas want they going to stick together. You want, you want a brother that's going to agree with you. Exactly. Yeah, man, fuck yeah, you fuck right, her. man. Fuck her. Exactly. Like I said, it's therapeutic. They tell you what you want to hear. And the boy, actually, I take that back because usually if you go inside the barbershop, there are multiple people that are with different the opinions. Yeah. The young you got the, the young cast, the old head. The old head gonna tell you what you need to hear uh-huh. sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. you got some the barber usually being your ear, depending on who your barber is, because you've been messing with him a whole lifetime. You, exactly. you, you know, yo, you trust that dude. That's the reason you, you let him it ain't even a haircut. It's good conversation exactly. sometimes. Exactly. And that's a that's a main point. It's like a lot of people stick with their stylists not because of the work they do, but because of the connection. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's like you mean putting out shitty work, but because you're connection with them is strong your personality is great mm-hmm. they'll stick with you regardless yep. and that's hard well, at least like keep a, you in mind exactly and it's kind of like a, a you know good and bad at the same mm-hmm. time well uh, my side of it is that i think that you guys hit it right on the head with the passion if you find something that you passionate in can't nobody tell you nothing different because that's what you're gonna be happy with what they say if you find a if you find a job you love you'll never work another day in your life mm-hmm. that should be true yeah but making your mind up is going to be the biggest issue or hurdle that some people are going to have. What are you going to do that's going to be productive to support yourself and you're going to be happy with going to every day because exactly. Americans work 40 hours a week minimum. Exactly. Some people work retire, 60. So like 50 you, Right. You're 60 plus, years old re- you planning to retire. You 60? Like that's... Most people start 15, 16. Like, that's that's the yeah. majority of your life. And you got beforehand, you got after. It's like, and you, what? And now no. you got bills. You got to find something you enjoy doing because by the time you hit retirement, your whole life is gone. And, and now you've you been got, waiting for retirement. I look at it like now, I mean, everything costs money to, now. Mm-hmm. Charter costs $200 if you got everything. Who got it? Who the hell pay for cables deal? Exactly. Yeah, what all these things? Fire things. That's what I'm saying. If you want everything, you ain't met my cousin. You gotta pay for everything. You ain't met my cousin. Can hook it up. You ain't met my cousin. Weefy. Weefy. All you need is weefy in your life. Hey, you ain't lying. Weefy, because a brother like me, you know. This app logged in, so in this app you logged in. You logged in on this app. Family yeah. sharing Netflix. Family sharing. And 45 people sharing through under one Netflix account. Hey, they get hip too. They only let you do two at a time. Yeah, no, they started doing this one screen stuff because, you know, I got the cheaper Netflix and they switched it to the one screen. Netflix. It wasn't, yeah, like the seven ninety nine. Like, I got, because it was just me on it for a while. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was a cheaper Netflix. They got, yeah. they got plans. But I was, but see, this is the price plans. that I was always at. Like, the yeah. old school, like, I've always been at this price, but then they switched yeah. it to this whole one screen. I'm like, I got friends and I'm about to tell y'all. <laughs> you gotta go. be watching your show right now because I'm at home. You can so. watch between 12 noon <laughs> right. and 3 in the afternoon. You don't have to set up the schedule. So. I clock out at 12.05. By 12.15, I will be home. <laughs> I will change the password on your ass. <laughs> I don't care if you Netflixing and chilling. You better switch to Hulu and commit. Right. You better do that. You better switch over because I need my shit when I get home. Yes. But I, I, I do think that it's another side to it. I think that, you know, life is real. You got to make your mind up. You got to figure out what you're going to do because if you're going to be alone and struggle, okay, fine, that's your struggle. But then, as a man, I feel like we have to be there to support financially. I mean, that's just one of the roles that we're given. I wouldn't feel right if I didn't. Thanks. I I think it's wild because a lot of times you fall into it. Like, my job now, like, I love it, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I never expected to be here. Like, this was all chance. I wasn't even looking for a job. Like, part of it, like, and I know, like, me personally being religious, part of it was prayer. Like, Mm -hmm. that got me where I, you know, am now. And I think Mm -hmm. that's great. And I don't think that's, you know, necessarily, like, unfortunately what happens for everybody. Mm -hmm. But, like, I know that what also ain't going to work is, like, when I was working a job I liked, the job of course I liked my job, but wasn't making enough. So I went and got a second job, and I'm working from 8 a.m. to midnight. Mm-hmm. Like, 
even if I can go on a vacation at the end of the year, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can go out of the country, like, that's just dragging and dragging, and that's, like, such a strain on my mental. Like, I couldn't even deal with it. Like, I, you know, the first couple months, it seemed like, you know, I'm doing good. And I know people do that their whole life. And, like, mm-hmm. I just feel like, first of all, I mean, like, this can get into conversations about, like, minimum wage. You know, we talk yeah. about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, no one should have to work two jobs to be able to afford the basics in life. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, I mean, like, that's something that, you know, I definitely, you know, go for. But if you can't find something you love, you got to find something at least that don't stress you out. I agree. And I think that everybody's stressed out. Nobody, Even for me, mm-hmm. I, I did exactly what I wanted to do in my career. And still, I have a hard time getting through five days in that motherfucker. That's all I'm saying. It's like you make your mind up that this is what my work week is going to look like. Outside of my work week, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to make my money at work. I'm going to come home and do what I need to do because that's all it's about. A lot of you're going to have bad weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to find a job that you actually, that you're going to love every single day. I feel like it's going to feel like work at some point yeah. because that's why you get paid to do it mm-hmm. because at some point this is going to become work for you and mm-hmm. you got to continue on. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. I feel like you're going, at some point you're getting paid for a reason mm-hmm. and it's not easy. Not everybody can do it. Right. You see what I'm saying? They just get a paycheck to stay at home. Exactly. Which is why it's like, I don't know how I feel about us, like, telling a whole lot of people, especially young people, like, to turn your passion into a job sometimes. Because, like, I know I love writing. Mm -hmm. But if it was a job and it became work sometimes, like, what am I doing when I'm not working? Like, I feel like I just took that away from myself. Oh, that's a good point. So, like... That's what I'm like, yeah, this is something I enjoy and I'm passionate about, but, like, I also still keep my, like, my, my like, writing, poetry, whatever else, to myself. Like, mm-hmm. I think that all of it is about finding a balance because different things work mm-hmm. different for different people. Yeah. Like, some people can put up with more than other people just from the get-go. Like, if I can put up with more of, like, bureaucracy and, like, politics in the workplace there's just different things that i can do mm-hmm. than someone else who would fold under that pressure can and yep. that's just like a personality thing that's like biology i think you're hitting it on the head it's about balance because if if your job is super stressful make sure you enjoy yourself right make sure you taking time to read your book take a hot bath whatever it is that you do to relax or take another i play vibe. video games yeah hey other vices. Exactly. Get your mind right. Exactly. That's all. Do what you need to do to make it through that work week. My thing is, since y'all hitting it on the coffin, I ain't got to be the dead horse with a stick. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I ain't working no job that my mental health is not right. You see, I left our job that we worked <laughs> together when I met you. Yeah. I, ain't no way in hell I'm working 180 hours a week. And... Are there even that many hours in the Right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand. We, we, we worked overtime almost every day, five yeah. days a week. And you would be there some days from midnight to maybe 4 o'clock in the afternoon. No, nah, no. Nah, midnight to 1159. <laughs> no, no. Right. Type shit. Yeah, almost. Type shit. And they you to be back at your shift. That same night. Hell no. That shit ain't worth it. I'd be like, no, like, oh, well, you got to make money. Did it. The one that kills me, you, you as a man, you a man, you need, you should be doing shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that is. That's the one up. that pisses me off. I don't off. like it either. Yeah, I was like, I hate that. They, they like, skip well, seven people because they women and no, ain't that not, not the job. But I'm saying, no, talking about gender in general, like oh. having this conversation with certain people, they be like, well, you as a man, you should oh. work and all oh, this and that. It's not. I have a whole child. Exactly. I don't you still want to be present in that child's right. life. Right. My great grandfather with my great grandmother, she went to high school, took care of the kids, never went to school, and it was at home. She never worked. He was home when he could be at home when he because he worked for Chrysler. Yep. But hell no, nah. I want to see my child grow the fuck up. Yeah, I understand. I gotta make money for her to do what she gotta do and take care of her. Yes, but as a black father, I want to be in her life. Exactly. I want her to know that I'm here and not just at work. Mm-hmm. That's that's the struggle that that's your struggle, not, not just your struggle. That's the male struggle though. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that that's what's expected? Like me, like you made a choice, a clear choice. My choice is, yeah, I got to go make this money. Mm-hmm. And she'll see me. I see her while she sleep or whatever the case might be. But I know that's the sacrifice that I got to make. And I, but it is. I feel weird. You do have a choice. You do have a choice on whether you want to be there for your child and what you want to do with your life. Mm-hmm. I chose that I'm going to work. 
and I'm a, I'm gonna I'm provide for her so she can do what she want to do. Mm-hmm. That's that's a choice that we all gotta mm-hmm. make. I got questions for both of y'all because I'm hearing y'all say this. Like, I really wonder, like, what do y'all think about like house husbands? Like, if the wife is if the wife is the breadwinner and she making the money, Mm -hmm. like, I understand because I know, like, I grew up being raised like very, like, the husband is the person who, like, you know, is the breadwinner, the one who takes care of the family. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, you know, like, I end up in a situation where I'm dating someone who don't make as much as me. And I've and had and dudes I have issues with doing. me making like I'm not about to go make less for you. Like I'm gonna tell you but, the quote that I worked this man at when I worked at uh, Ritz Carlton, and he an older black man. He said, "If you in, if you living in this world as a black man now, and you with a woman that make less money than you, you not doing something right in life. Y'all as black women has the advantage in school because school is set up for y'all not for black men. So y'all gonna always make more money than us now, unless we like doctors or something like that." Ain't nothing wrong with women making more money than you in the household because the money's going to the same goddamn place. So what's the issue? Just because she make more money, that just means if something's wrong, if you ain't got it, she got it. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of men out here that be like, oh, well, I'm a man. What do you say more than this? Man thing, Gina. Man thing. Fuck that. Once you're in a relationship and you're a committed relationship, what yours is mine, mine is yours. Just because you make more money than me doesn't mean, all right, cool. If I'm down, if I need $10 on gas, baby, let me get $10 on gas real quick because I you ain't have it what's gonna be the difference you're gonna ask me the same question yeah. so the money in the household don't fucking really matter because it's in your household and it'd be the whole thing is like if you go out and I hear a lot of people like well if a man lets a woman pay for meals it's a problem mm-hmm. why if y'all in a committed relationship it don't matter who pay for who because at the end of the day y'all together it's the same shit yeah. it's the same shit and then my thing is people don't like when people go out in public they be like oh well she paying for this, how the fuck you don't know that they ain't got a joint account? Mm-hmm. How you don't know he ain't just give her that money and don't feel like pulling his wallet out? Mm-hmm. You never know the situation. So, uh, me as a man, nah, that shit don't bother me. You make more money than me, I, I love it. Because it just makes me want to work harder. So, that's just me. What? I don't know. I'm, a, I'm with it. Actually, I'm with it. It would just be uncomfortable initially. Like, it would take like some conversation about gender roles, it'll take some conversation about what the expectation is for both of us, like what you want me to do around the house. And I know it's about balance, because I got no, I ain't got no problem with that, but it would be uncomfortable because I'm not used to being the one that's cleaning and doing all that. While I do clean, but it would be more to that situation. I mean, I would prefer to go out, out in the world and work and take those risks rather than being in the house and being responsible for everything that that, that the woman traditionally does. Um, but I'm okay with it. I did a study in, in Asia, and that's the way. A lot more women are working and um, providing. You got more house husbands in Asia mm-hmm. at this point. So it's not uncommon. And he's right. There are a lot more opportunities for women than there are for men. Yeah. Um, yeah. Period. No. Period. A lot more women go to college. A lot more women go to college than men. That's true. And um, so, yeah, so overall, so the opportunities are there. So for you to move up in the companies, they want that, uh, what's that ratio of men to women? They want more women to be in positions of power because that's a movement now. Minority quota and shit like that. But it's also not necessarily positions of power. That's two. You get women and the black minority. But we don't want y'all in positions of power. But I've seen a lot of women get positions of power now. They work their way up there. We want y'all. Yeah, they earned it, but they don't want them there. They don't want. It's another system to it too. They want black women to have that power because if they had that power, then they don't feel like they don't need black men. Oh, that's that conspiracy, brother. Damn, brother. I also do want to just throw out there that, like, look, if we're talking about the exact same position, black women still make less on the dollar than black men. Yes. So, if, like, exactly. opportunity aside and, like, the politics of who somebody's going to hire aside, like, that still does unfortunately exist. I can't really comment on that. I've been trying to find research, but you probably can't because mm-hmm. I've never had a position. Things. I've never had a position where I made a, di- a, a different amount of money mm-hmm. than my counterpart. We've all had the same salary, and I know that you're not supposed to talk about it, so it probably is a question behind that. But I know yeah. for a fact that any job I've had, yeah. I guess it'd be I different. Just about, I was like, he's just somebody at work. I'm just oh, talking yeah. about at work. 
salary wise, yeah. the, the job position, I've made the same amount as my counterparts. I've never made a different salary than somebody else that worked in a company. So the job where I was not very happy, uh-huh. <laughs> where I had to drive an hour, I was managing like an intake department. And one of the white males in the intake department was making more than I was making. Okay. So I've seen it happen. And I don't think, so I think when they say it, they are taking like some cross, you know, sectional average. Like there's like a whole bunch of stuff that goes into it. But like, I also know that I found studies that are like specifically about like doctors, you know what I'm saying? Like specifically about attorneys, like they'll take like a specific group of people. And unfortunately, numbers lie Mm -hmm. because there's probably different reasons for that. Like you could say like someone makes more than someone else. And it's just like, well, that person also works more than someone else. And that wasn't included. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, that's my that's my point. Do they really make? I mean, I've never been in that position where I made a different salary than somebody else mm-hmm. I work with. But I'm sure there's either a reason yeah. or there's something that's a difference between the two besides gender is what I'm hoping. I don't know I'm that, hoping, though. But I don't know that, facts. though. I like so people that, are rolling like, with it. salary built in, yeah. those are, you can screw with those different numbers. Because that's not hourly. That's not based on, like, time, all that good stuff. Like, it's salary. It's yeah. your yearly, you know, quote. You know, Which is so. why I would love to prove that it was an actual difference. And I feel yeah. like they got a legit argument if that's the case. If you can prove it, but if you can't prove it, then we really ain't talking about nothing. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, as a common person, as a regular American, I haven't experienced that. But yeah. somebody that's in corporate America, that yeah, you got a salary and you get paid way more than the person working at Walmart. Like I was, I know, like I was hourly. And so for someone who I'm supposed to be managing to be making more than me and making more than everybody else in that department, and he's been there less, and it's all because like you have a different connection and like just being in that space. There was also a set of attorneys, and like the white female attorney, like she made less. She ended up leaving because of it. Like she was making less than people doing the same job as her. Okay. Um. So it's like I, I know I've seen it. I don't. I can't speak to what it is across the board. Uh, I know I've like seen studies for it across the board, and I can't speak to where they pull those numbers. And that's what I was trying to get at. Like sometimes the places they pull these numbers, like it's not necessarily fair, and I respect that. Mm-hmm. But especially just like being in a space, if you in a white male controlled space, that's who's got that's who's got the top of it, and that's mm-hmm. just unfortunately mm-hmm. a lot of spaces, oh, yeah. specifically in corporate America. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, it's after you get out of like you know, everybody at Walgreens probably gonna make the same on mm-hmm. that floor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm not about to pay this manager different than that manager. But when I get up to like the corporate level, like there's a whole lot of that that's still in existence. That's why I don't understand why that is so much of a fight. I can see like a lot of people. People I know that don't have that job discrepancy, that salary discrepancy, they fighting for it. I'm like, you make the same amount as your counterpart. Mm-hmm. The people who having this argument need to be the people in corporate America who actually are affected, who can prove that they're affected. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's weird. It's, I can't feel the argument. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It don't affect me. It's like the president thing. We all in agreement to the original question. That's how good the conversation is when you, you, you jump off the top of the camera versus conversation about the mental health and the work, pay worth oh, the, the happiness. I think it depends. Nah, it's not. Oh, it's not. So I think you should definitely do. Yeah. Don't be. It ain't worth your mental be health. Because you work more than you live. Yeah, definitely. Without work. So you what is it? Is it work happy. to live to work and not. Well, it's one of their cousins. They, we know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we know. We on it. They some kids. They some kids. Down the line, they, they cousin cousins. Work to live. Don't live to work. Like, you don't want to spend your whole life working. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you want to work so that you can have a life. Like, exactly. you, don't you can go out and enjoy the shits. Have so, the life working. So, since we're on the last subject of the day. Last subject light, of the day. Lighten back the mood up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And anywhere that you go to get your hair done... Do you keep the same person that does your hair over and over again? Or do you go to somebody else? And if you do, do you feel like you're cheating on that person? So as a man, uh, do you go to a different barber? Go you go to different... that, and then I got, because coming from a stylist point of view, I got, got you should go last. We got okay. a good 12 okay. minutes left. We got 12 okay. minutes left to get this subject in. You, okay. definitely, you definitely do feel like you're doing wrong you, when you go to a different barber. And you know it, and they know it. 
Like, like, oh, like, nigga, I, I ain't never tapered your fade like that, nigga. That's <laughs> what, man, what's going on? I, my my boy, but I've been man. He been cutting my hair for years, but I didn't went through times where I cheated on him <laughs> <laughs> because well, look, he cut out the house and like my barber. Yeah, he cut out the crib, and sometimes he ain't available. He's a really busy man, so. I call him if he if he say right, not today or something like that, and I really got something I need to do. I go get my haircut, and he won't see me for another two weeks. You gotta get back regular where it was. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get your hair back to where it was. Like what, what you that last week? I'm like, oh, hey, shit. hey, hey, shit. Yeah, I want that I whole last week. Had to week. make something happen. But <laughs> head on. He he understand though. And I remember shit recently. I started trying to cut my own hair. Oh shit! I got good at it, but now I'm not working at that place no more. Mm, so you can do whatever you want to do. For real. So now, nah, I got a appearance. I got to keep up. Oh. I got to make sure these ways is tight. So, <laughs> you know, shit. You gotta make sure the ways tight. My ways is tight, bro. Okay, I gotta make sure they tight. So being out in the public face, public face, I can't be jacking my own hair up and showing up to work and not represent properly. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So I'm back at home. He know. <laughs> he, he know what home he is. Know, he know. Hey, he, he been back cutting her, getting that line of crispy. Matter of fact, I'm gonna see you this weekend. <laughs> it's, it's different for me because I'm bald. He ain't gonna know somebody shave my head or not. Think about the beard. He lined the beard up. I ain't never let nobody line my beard up since he started cutting my hair. Oh. So and I'm not gonna go to a shop. Oh. So That's why I go to the basement now. So you cheating and hiding the evidence? That's what you trying to say. Wait, it's, is it technically Sorry. cheating for me to shave my own head? Huh. Is it technically cheap for me to shave my own head? Because ain't nobody yeah. going to shave my head. Oh, yeah. I thought you said that somebody else was doing it. Yeah. So, I'm not going to go nowhere else to get my head shaved. I'm not going to go to a barbershop to get my beard lined up. Okay. So, am I technically cheating? Nah. Oh, that's different. You know? What's, it, what's uh, what uh, LMA say and Chris Brown? Situation shit. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, situation shit. Situation shit. Yeah. That's, I think that's the name of the song. Yeah, I know, right? You yeah. cutting your own hair? That's like, we talking like about it's wrong, but I know what exactly song you talking about. Oh, uh, let's see. I'm gonna get my facts. What you call it? Oh, that's what it's called. It's a what you call it. It ain't I ain't cheating on my barber. It's a what you call it. As women, woman, women, woman, I'm gonna get my turns because I'm a woman. It's the woman before man. Women's. I know, like they French. We we. You got to dig it. I know like it's been I've had a lot of different people doing my hair I know like growing up that's not necessarily like my choice so I know like some people that don't count it does because some people like they learn that loyalty from their parents you know what I'm saying like but I was here all this time you didn't have no choice though in that matter did you I didn't I'm okay, saying fair. some people so like if you done learned that loyalty in a different way like I feel like you more likely to stick with someone for me it was just like we gonna go until they either can't do to her they done jacked up to her they done pissed somebody off like (laughs) we gonna find somebody else and so it's like there was like a couple times where I was like with somebody for a minute and then like they fucked up yeah like somebody got mad somebody got feelings or a shop closed down whatever and you gotta find someone else Mm -hmm. but like I think it's like adult me like I'm going to go to someone I trust with my hair. Like, and that person that I trust with my hair is next to me. And she knows. <laughs> and she knows when I do shit with my hair. Like, she knows. Like, so it's like, you know, I don't go to no one else. But sometimes I be fucking up my own hair. <laughs> you know, it's be a minute between going and getting it done. And I don't wash it myself. And she's like, I can tell. What did you put on your edges? What did you do? <laughs> oh, she be on your ass, ass. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you washed it twice this week, huh? Oh, okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, so from a stylist point of view, mm-hmm. my thing is we are only one person, so we can only do so many hands. We only have two hands. So, like, I am i don't care if you go to somebody else. If you never come back to me, we're not a fit. Like, my thing is my personality clashes or, you know, jails well with certain people and vice versa. So, if you, if we didn't get off to a right foot, then all right. And you find somebody else that matches your style, that gets you exactly how you want your hair then cool, do that. But, like, in the salon that I work at now, there's a lady that is, like, feuding between stylists. It's the one that she originally started off with and the one that she really wants to be with. The one she wants to be with, she went to her a couple times, but the lady who she started off with started feeling this type of way and was, like, you know, kind of giving her attitude when she would come in and wouldn't speak to her and stuff like that. Now, the lady's black. The lady who she originally started off with is white. The lady who she wants to be with is black as well. So you know how black folks is in small environments. We speak to everybody mm-hmm. black. We're like, hey, what's up? We just letting you know, like, we around. How you doing? 
you know and so she would come in she would always speak to the lady she wants to be with and the lady who she originally started off with started feeling the way because she was going to her and then when she would leave like she would try to say bye to her but she wouldn't hear it so now instead of being with the lady she wants to be with she's back with the lady she started off with because, out of guilt out of guilt because the stylist started feeling the way if i was her i wouldn't give two fucks no, it's my no. head i'm mm-hmm. paying for this shit have an attitude if you want i don't give a fuck i'm gonna sit in this chair i'm not trying to start no beef or mm-hmm. anything like that but my hair is important to me yeah. the lady who she wants to be with did her hair and it lasts up to two weeks and even more the lady who she was going to originally she would get her hair done every week so she was saving money by going to the lady she wants to be with mm-hmm. but because of the attitude and the feud she said he back in her chair spending that money every week but now y'all beefing and she fucking your hair up every week exactly is, I, Start I, I was shit up. don't bring that shit back to me if she fuck you up either exactly <laughs> but but the lady who she wants to be with is known for that like she her prices are set at the price that they are because she knows her worth. She knows her value. She knows that people are going to go elsewhere because it's cheaper, and then they're going to need her to come back and fix all her shit. And that's where we are at in our journey, and I'm fine with that. Like, go to whoever you want to go to. It doesn't... I, I don't... If you stay in the salon, this, I'm still making money regardless of you. If you're not in my chair, guess what? Somebody else that wants to be in my chair is in my chair and is paying my prices. Mm-hmm. No problem. So, do what you want to do. Cheat on whoever you want to cheat on, but go where, <laughs> where you're comfortable. Like, if you find somebody else that can do your shit just as good, do that. So, okay. so hold on, hold on. In your world, in your in your world, your profession, is that, uh, do y'all consider that cheating? No, if I don't. If somebody gets their hair done by somebody else? No. You don't, you don't care? No, okay. not at all. If they did it good, then cool. Mm-hmm. But if they didn't do it good, then you already know why they didn't. And I'll still be here regardless. But keep keep cheating though. Keep going to that person. Like, I'm gonna look at you sideways. Like, yeah, uh huh. I know you're going to them and they fucking your shit up. That's why you steady back in my chair and I see you every other time that I'm supposed to see mm-hmm. you. And it, it just doesn't it doesn't phase me any. That's when I get hit, start charging you more because I gotta fix that shit. You gonna pay for it regardless in the long run, whether you pay for it now or you pay for it later. Women's, women's hair is expensive too. It's so expensive. Twenty pieces call it a day, bro. I mean, when they went up to twenty, it used to be ten. Her nigga feels. I told her I need her to start shaving heads. <laughs> shit, that's that barber shit that I ain't, ain't, I, I ain't doing. You with the straight razor, just shave my head. I, barber shave. shit is straight razor. Whatever you use, shave me up. I go my barber shop. I use a, a bit to oh, shave myself. A bit. Bic razor. Oh, okay, thank you. Razor. Yeah. <laughs> Shave myself. Say, she, like, she named the razor and shit. Hey. Bic <laughs> professional. Bic. Help me out here. No, professional Walgreens. Hey, Walmart. <laughs> she got Bic she, is she a pen company. She got Bic and Clarence. Share is She got Bic from She got Bic from Clarence Isle. You know they could. But damn, this is a good episode tonight. Oh, good. You know, so like I always do every week, follow me on Instagram at William Kibble Jr. Jr. Follow me on Snapchat at William Kibble. So I'm like, find me on Twitter at Kibbles with a Z because I'm French three five. And you know, if anybody else want to give a shout out to this, everyone get shout out for follow you on anything. No. Mm-hmm. You want to put you out there for you, you know. Get, you okay, know. Patrice yeah. underscore at the boulevard dot com. That is my business professional page. One more time right for there. people in the back. They Patrice hear you. underscore at the BLVD Boulevard. Mm-hmm. She That's talk, on Facebook? Instagram and That's Facebook. on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. She talk a lot of shit, but she do good hair. <laughs> I seen her work. I'll let her do my eyebrows. I if even, I like my eyebrows, I you know. talk shit. She talk a lot of shit. <laughs> But that's my birthday twin, so you got a problem with it. We can fight, fight. But you know this if you will. Appreciate you tuning in as always. And talk to you next week. Yay! This week's episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easy way to make a podcast. Anchor also gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can do right from your computer or your phone. You can use the creation tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast and make great sound great. Makes it sound great. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you so you don't have to do it. It distributes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more outlets. You can easily make money from your podcast with no, no minimum listenership. 
So this episode is brought to you by Anchor. This week's episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easy way to make a podcast. Anchor also gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can do right from your computer or your phone. You can use the creation tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast and make great sound great. Makes it sound great. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you so you don't have to do it. It distributes it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more outlets. You can easily make money from your podcast with no, no minimum listenership. So this episode is brought to you by Anchor. This week's episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easy way to make a podcast. Anchor also gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can do right from your computer or your phone. You can use the creation tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast and make great sound great. Makes it sound great. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you so you don't have to do it. It distributes it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more outlets. You can easily make money from your podcast with no, no minimum listenership. So this episode is brought to you by Anchor. This week's episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easy way to make a podcast. Anchor also gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can do right from your computer or your phone. You can use the creation tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast and make great sound great. Makes it sound great. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you so you don't have to do it. It distributes it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more outlets. You can easily make money from your podcast with no, no minimum listenership. So this episode is brought to you by Anchor.